This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network from the Bay to LA and beyond. It's Mr. Anderson. And Dr. Liz. Speaking of the Bay, in LA, out of LA and into the Bay, I got Doc Liz on the show. Doc Liz is a really awesome friend of mine whom I met in L.A. County, um, came across in my yoga experience, uh, my intro to yoga. Uh, first up was out of, out of nowhere. I'm, I'm not even sure how I even came across it. We, we end up connecting with different people in our circle and we end up knowing like DJ Dave Paul, you know, for the 420 uh, yoga, how it all combined. And uh, I think I went to a Dave Paul party and then I think we all bumped heads and we're like, yo, yeah, Dave Paul's the one that's doing the 420 yoga. I was like, what? What? What is going on here? What is this is crazy. The backstory to that, no, if I may. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I... It was the Prince versus Michael party. Right, right, and right. I am crazy enough of a right. Prince fan to have seen this online and driven from LA to the Bay Area to do the Prince and Michael party. Whoa. And that's how I got to know DJ Dave Paul because everyone there got to know me and they're like, this bitch is crazy. She drove five hours to come to this party. Hell yeah. So that's how I got kind of instant cred within that group. And then I was like, yo, I have a studio in LA. Please come to a party at my spot. And he was like, my pleasure. And then my whole LA, so I like brought the party to me too. So that was like some oh, nice manifesting. That's fluidy, yo. That's and then fluidy. you came from that too. You sprung out yeah. of all that. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my, I, I gotten to the point where once I moved downtown, um, I felt, and I had my loft, I felt at home. Like I could finally... I finally had a space I can settle down and, and build my studio and just get rocking, right? So I wasn't going out. I wasn't going out a lot. And and then my boy, Jen, uh, Jen hit me up. He's a producer. He's like a big Grammy-nominated producer underground mm-hmm. here. He hit me up. He's like, yo, P, uh, you got to come to this party, Dave Paul. You got to come. To, you got to meet our boy, Dave Paul. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he's, he used to do these... Um, no, he didn't say he used to do. He's like he does these Michael Jackson and Prince parties. I was like, dude, Hi. I I said I said no, I know this cat. I said he was doing these parties in the Bay. He's like now he's doing them everywhere. He's like he's going he's from there. you know all over the place. I was like done, I'm there. So man, I, we got pictures from that night too. It was so much fun, and I never missed the Dave Paul party after that. He would always um, you know send me. Uh, I follow him on. Um, Instagram and Facebook and he has some of the funniest posts. I don't know if you follow Dave Paul's. He has a very sardonic sense of humor. He's can all appreciate. He's he's actually one of the few people I actually follow on Facebook where I look forward to his posts because, you know, this is this is Dave Paul. He keeps it pretty sarcastic. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, how, How are you how have you been doing this uh, during these times? I mean, it's we're rocking out. You know, we're we're social distancing. We follow the rules. We we're having we, a you, social distance hangout right now. Yeah, you you have a you have a, a background. Let's talk about your background in your in your journey uh, from the Bay to L.A. and how you actually 
wow. transformed yourself because we've been knowing each other for I think it's almost going on ten years. Long now, time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that that journey, I mean, I've I've podcast about it, you know, over the past year. Yeah. And and then you know, as soon as I arrived, from you know, you know, I was like, yo, Liz. I'm back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long, but for now I'm back. Let's rock and roll. And uh, here we are. Here I we know. Are in 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 the yoga arena, the yoga queen, the 420 yoga queen. Thank you, thank you. Woo, I, I, give you, I, give you I, give, I give props where the props need to be given. Right? And a yoga teacher loves her props. Right. Um, yeah, how is it? I mean, dun-dun-dun. bam. So. I also just want to kind of loop back before I answer the question too of like, I think another thing that cemented our friendship and the Dave Paul party for sure, but also like the love of dance. Oh yeah. Obviously like the love of weed and yoga. And then I kind of brought those two things together, but the love of dance and not just dance and like, like, like dance, actual expressive, freaky, I don't give a fuck who's watching dance. Yeah. Dance like nobody's looking kind of thing and with all your parts too because also not like that can go one direction like Jamaica where it's like like the nature show you know (laughs) right right or it can go like the ecstatic dance direction I feel like we're more like on the ecstatic dance tip of the continuum but yeah there's just something to be said for that because I think like a lot of the kind of grinding culture is is not doesn't really like facilitate like friendship or necessarily like conviviality you know what I mean like the sense of play it's the voice had it's the vibrations too a member of the music you know the the music that we grew up you know listening that was live instrumentation mm-hmm. and so uh, we we find that a lot of the music that we gravitate towards has um, a fluidity of of both worlds like it's usually music that is like so instrumental and organic you know, it's it's it, it drives a force when you're on the on your dance floor. You you just you feel the energy. Uh, I, Channel I, it with your body. Yeah. Well, yeah. I heard a quote today. Uh, Michael Jackson quote is on his uh, Instagram, and it was uh, it was saying, with every song that he ever has created, he <laughs> he feels like he's part of the river mm, of the song. Right. And and is he? I remember hearing that slow downloading yes yes and he just finds his way in that river and i said that's exactly stevie wonder does the exact same thing well you can't all his stuff just flows and that's how i learned how to integrate voice and music and what we were doing earlier you know when you start playing the music and you (laughs) that was dope i i I could hear your voice over it already like yeah that one song just and of course his holiness it's so, oh Prince, Prince. come yeah. on, bro. That's, of course, of course. Just channeling no. it, like no. because he danced and sang together, oh, right? He, so he, he oh, you could he. see how his he was the embodiment of his own creation, of his own world, of the colors and the flavors yeah. and the textures and overlaps, and just you could see like he just needed to materialize it and bring it forth on so many different tips yeah. on the fashion. On the dancing, on the instruments, he was it's, just It's multi-dimensional, manifest. yo. It is interdimensional. Oh my God, and can I blow mess. your fucking mind right now? I'm sorry we're going yeah. off topic, yeah. but we no, do we, this no, and we smoke. This Saturday smoked. night, yo. This Saturday night. All right. Because I just want to get straight to the mind-blowing get, shit. Get I to mean, the mind-blowing listen, shit. 
elevator speech. I started 420 yoga in 2008. I was like, let's come out of the closet, yogis. I did yoga alone, like with like, that's not English. I did yoga by itself, straight yoga for 10 years. Read all the texts, you know, wanted superpowers, smoked weed and was like, oh my God, I have the superpowers. Right. Instant fucking download. Seriously. Wanted to bring this to other people, especially people in, a- in LA and a little bit in Brazil too, who are like, I just want to do yoga to get a tight ass. Like, yes, that's also a goal, but that's just the tip. Right. I wanted to go deep with people. I wanted to transform people. That's where the gravy is, right? Why bother right. with the rest of that shit? Okay. Right. Now let right. me get to the mind-blowing stuff. Right. Prince has been channeled. Okay. So I went to this channel that channels Prince. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's a whole other wormhole. But yeah. Yeah. with the hour-long conversation I had with the royal purple one, he said one of the things that he said to me was about those dimensions. And I asked him, how many dimensions are there? Because depending on who you talk to, if they're Aya people or whatever their lineage is, you know, some are Native American, some people are like, oh, like there's 12. I've heard that a lot. There's 12 dimensions. Right now, we're in three or four going up to five. Mm -hmm. You know, all these theories. I asked Prince, how many dimensions are there? Because he also told me to start working multidimensionally to address some of my issues. And I said, well, how many dimensions are there? 27 or something. He said, fucking infinite. Infinite. It just keeps going. And I was like, of course. And that shit, like, if your cranium wasn't already a little bit expanded, is now exploded. I mean, just... I, this kind of thing I, I live for and I actually hunt down when I'm not smoking weed because I need that sort of like stimulation of like oh my god my consciousness is like bigger than my head is and I, let me let me now adapt to that and make yeah. my body a container a vessel for this right which is another thing about this cat because you know Prince is so fucking tiny right like yeah. five Little something powerhouse energy unlike anything the world had ever seen. Yeah. The world had seen some beings, some like beings before, but they had never they had never seen anything like this. And and unless you were unless you've gone you you would have had to gone several times throughout Prince's history to really grasp you know who this cat was yeah early on and you know my introduction to prince was you want to hear this tell it you gotta hear this i don't yeah. think i've shared this with anybody either this is a great pattern day night. <laughs> this is a pattern day night Yay. i forgot to announce that it is a pattern day night it's a quiet storm quiet storm with the quiet storm do they still have kblx out here the quiet storm know, man. i had a girlfriend that worked on kblx so here's my prince introduction there is KOIT, which I've heard multiple times Coit. coming through the mission. Coit. And I think that they're saying K-I-K-L-I-T. And I'm like, wait, K-L-I-T. what? And then every time I'm like, no, it's actually. And then I think of coitus. Coit. Coitus. I just have a dirty Coit. Mind. Yeah, that's coitus. We, that's, we're going to get on that. That's Prince's fault. We're going to talk about that. Because, yeah, Prince is a. So, let me get there. Here's my intro to Prince. So, I, gr- I grew up, of course, in a. Um, Religious household. My grandfather was a minister. Jehovah's? Baptist. Oof. Yeah. Southern California Baptist. Okay. I, I feel that. You know, yeah. I'm from Texas. Yeah. 
So, uh, small church, whatever, church, church on Sunday, church in the night, church in the morning, church. church in the I, I never even knew what Sundays, I thought Sundays was non-existence to the entire universe, right? You don't want any more. Tit grapes? Yeah. Gotta have a tit grape. Yeah. <laughs> tit grapes. Look at these things. Tit grapes. They're very oblong. Yeah, they're kind of really like little strange. baby plants too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Strangely true. addictive. So look, in my grandfather's house was my the baby, the last of the girls. They had four daughters. My mom and she had like three sisters, right? The I'm youngest. Take a flow chart. As many times as you describe your family, me, I still don't know. It's huge. I'm right? sorry. Huge. I'm trying huge. to pay attention, but I get lost. Right? It's huge. So this is my mother's side of family, right? Grand, uh, Reverend grandfather. Um, in she lived, she still lived with them in this in these apartments, these um, two bedroom apartments. Hmm. On the wall. Now, this is a religious household, right? Or conditioning. On her wall, though, because she's the rebel. She's the rebel, you know, she's the last of the, you know, she doesn't come to church all the time. You know, she goes out on Saturday nights and she's not coming to church. It's just what it is. And this is my favorite auntie, right? Who passed. Everybody loves a naughty aunt. Yes. Which is what I, which is what I am. She asked me to go get something out of her room because nobody goes in her room, right? Unless she's there. Mm -hmm. The door is cracked. And there's a a poster on the wall. And it's the poster of Prince. Mm. The naked Prince with he had the he had the brazier, the see-through underwear on. You remember that poster? It's a poster where oh, he was from under the cherry moon? No, no, this is this is like this is, we're talking Dirty 70s. Mind. We're talking 70s. So, yeah, did he 70s, have a 80s. High waist brief? High waist brief, yep. And a trench coat. He had a cross. Nope, no trench coat. Oh, oh, he's in a shower like he's this. He's in a shower. Oh, yes. Or he's kind of like, I don't know, it was very. There's tile behind him and a cross, and he's like, he's got kind of a bad perm. Yes. Yes. So I'm a kid, and my mom, in my, in my grandparents' house, you know, like I said, I go up there to get something for her. And I see this poster of this, this poster of this dude. And like a hair lip. It doesn't make any sense, but it's so hot. Well, I don't, I don't even, I still don't know what's going on here. I don't even know what's going on. I'm thinking this guy is some, you know, porn, but I don't even know what porn is. I don't even know what porn is. Yeah, you don't think he's a singer. I don't get who this guy is. I just see Prince. I see the name Prince and I see this guy and he's looking real sensually sexual. You know, it's, it's like making me uncomfortable a little bit, you it's know? Okay, everyone's admitted they're all a little gay for Prince. So, I hear, so I asked my, yeah, I asked my auntie, I said, hey, what's, what's this cat right here, man? What's this, what's this dude? I mean, look at this guy right here. <laughs> look at this guy. I mean, he's, he's wearing lingerie. She's like, oh, let me play. Let me play you some uh, Red Corvette. She played some Red Corvette. I was, I was like, you got to be kidding me. 
That was it, right? She and this is vinyl. So this is vinyl. Mm, the feel. And this is like this isn't like era. This is like Prince. This is like he's playing at the uh, what? Probably the what was it? The Graham Auditorium. They used to call the Graham Auditorium in downtown oh, Oakland. Yeah. He was. This is Oakland. So this is pre-Oakland where. It, there was always some musical concert going on from Oakland to San Francisco wow. to Berkeley. And there were, my aunties were always going to these concerts and, and it was just musical. That's all I remember growing up, musical, musical, musical. So and so to see this guy, that was my first, you know, intro to who Prince was. And then when he came out with, uh, I was in... I just entered high school. Mm. I just entered high school and he came out with Kiss. Oh yeah. He came out with Kiss? Yeah. Yo, when he came out with Kiss, understand this though, when he came out with Kiss. Tell me about it. I was in I was in this RLTC class when I signed up in in uh, in the ninth grade, I was I signed up for RLTC. So I'm I'm a bit of an army brat, I guess. My father was in the army, his grandfather his father was in the army. I got uncles that's in the army. My brother was in the army for 42 years. His kids in the army. Damn. I got an ROTC. I was like, oh, well, guess I'm supposed to be in the army, right? Yeah. I read the entire manual from, and don't let me get off track on what I want to get back to the Kiss song. Excuse me. That'll be your cue. I get in, yep. I get in um, ROTC, and I'm soldier. Yo. I got it down, you know, I get it. I can follow orders, whatever, whatever. We, I know what I'm here for. I read the entire manual from, I don't follow the class. I get to the point, the part where they're showing us how to disassemble a gun. And they're talking about the enemy and what you're fighting. And I go, I go to Sarge, I was like, hey man, um, what's up with the guns? I was like, I ain't killing nobody I was like he's I was like he said who are we I said who are we killing and he said um the enemy I said nah man um nah man I don't I don't like guns because remember at this point in Oakland it's starting to get really crazy you know shootings are happening in schools and people and whatever so I break away from ROTC he was like you got to be kidding me I go to my counselor, I said, I got to get out of ROTC, it's done. She's like, we don't have anything else. You got to stay in this, you know, until whatever, until the semester. I was like, just going to, whatever. The class that opened, the class that opened, the only class for the semester, right? I got it. The only class for the semester was a jazz, a jazz, uh, what they call it. It was a new class that they were trying out. And it was a cross between jazz and ballet. (laughs) And so there's like 20 women in this class, 20 girls, 20 (laughs) girls, because I'm in the ninth grade. It's in the ninth grade. 20 girls, and they're all in ballet, all, you know, seniors, whatever. And this little little lady, uh, I forget her name, Miss Kiyoki, I think she's like a little Filipino lady, and she talked to class. Prince came out with Kiss. And we had our, our um, what do you call it? Our final, we had to come up with a song, dance, and combined whatever. So I picked Kiss. We destroyed the room 
it was choreographed a, it. I choreographed the whole like I got these square and it was it yeah. was crazy. It was me, my boy, he was super square. What this were other you cat wearing? lay it on me. I wanna hear the outfit. I think we were wearing like sweat sweats because this is like mid eighties. It's like eighty eighty five maybe. No like 85. hammer pants or like like what was happening? Cause all the fashion was kinda bad and I just needed we were, we were we were coming but that we were so coming off at the same time like, we were coming off from parachute pants we were yes. just coming off of the because remember this Michael Jackson maybe two years prior to um, I was in third grade third so grade this is like yeah I kind of remember so kind of two years okay two years prior to Prince coming out with kiss that I'm in the ninth grade so two years prior to that was Michael Jackson coming out with um, Billie Jean? I remember that. It was okay. Billie Jean and because everyone had to have a red leather the jacket, red leather with jacket the and the zipper that and the zipper it. pants. That's how. That's the only way I can like. If you didn't you know, have take it, it there. did it also feel this way to you? Like if you didn't have that one fucking thing that everybody had, that it was just like life or death. Like oh, you needed at least one thing. <laughs> Otherwise, you just just go go ahead and crawl under that rock over there. Just, <laughs> that thing just, was that jacket. Just stay there. That thing was that jacket. You know, I couldn't have the jacket because there was. Too I never many got cats the jacket. with the jackets. There was too many cats in the hood with the jackets. I was like, I'll get the pants. I got the knockoff jacket, which was Yo. almost worse than no jacket at all. And I feel bad because it's like, I had a single mom. She's trying to honor my request. Right. But she can't. So she's getting like the most affordable like shit she can. It's clearly a knockoff. It's not real leather. It has like two zippers on it, you know? Right. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And then I wear it. And everyone's like, that's not the real one. You know, because kids are all fucking dicks, right? <laughs> yeah, kids are really are. Yeah. And uh, and it just felt like the end Natural. of the world, man. But anyways, I pulled you off your topic. I'm sorry. So No, so we're on a Saturday night. We on MJ. So that was my intro. That, really that was like and 80s. And kiss and just, oh, what a time. Legendary. It was just, like, the music was so... Here's the thing too, music videos was just becoming a thing. Oh, they were. Actually- and, but I don't know about you, but we didn't have <clears throat> we didn't have cable, so that was a thing too. I went Coming to my to neighbor's school, house to watch the cable to watch MTV. But here's the thing: the ones that had cable, like if they in the they're in the house, I grew up in apartments, or or they didn't have access to cable or whatever. You had to rely on some kid coming there bragging and telling you every detail of what happened in this video, unless you had a cousin. And you didn't know. So we would have these things. Like folklore, like oral tradition. Seriously. Like, it was back crazy. in our day. And then if you didn't know, everybody had to gather. It's like, yo, you got to go to so-and-so's house and see this new music video that's coming out. Thank God for uh, Friday night videos. I don't know if you remember Friday night videos. Fuck, man. That was or an event. Casey Kasem yeah, would do the top, uh, 40. top 40. On Sunday, it would take like four hours. And they would play like half the song. And the commercial breaks were so long. And you'd be sitting there with your like finger on the tape deal to record it. Oh, like, yeah. This is my yeah. chance. Like, yeah. I'm going to record. I'm going to get it. Because my shit that I choreographed in sixth grade was Vogue. You cork, you did it. Oh yeah, oh. oh yeah. I got my homegirl. Like Barbie was actually her name. This is my imaginary friend. She was a human, <laughs> and 
and we and we choreographed Vogue, and it was like, I mean, we set it off. See, that's where's the weed at? I'm trying to find I'm my. Gonna leave for a little while. So, so Doc Liz, um, talk to me. Oh yeah, what were we talking about? We were. Is it well, just Powder Day it, celebration? It's a Powder Day. There... It's a hey yo. We I haven't seen you in a in a heartbeat. It's been a long time. And how long have you actually been out here? Um, Five years. Okay, so yes, I came years. from LA where I started 420 Yoga in my own studio right. and got plenty of hype, but never made any money. Uh, lost my studio overnight to a belly dancer. Two. Okay. I remember my landlord being like, Oh, I remember you yeah, sharing that with me. Yeah. Belly dancer bid on your space, and I was like, Belly dancers are just as broke as yoga teachers. <laughs> well, <laughs> I stand corrected, okay? Um, I thought he was bluffing me. Wow. Anyways, lost my shit pretty much overnight and then was like, fuck this, man. I know so much about movement at this point through all my methodologies, dance, yoga, Pilates, all the things that I'm going to apply for a physical therapy doctorate so I just can chop up a body and really get to the bottom of all this. Right. And so that's what I did. I came up here to do my doctorate, but I was looking for an excuse to get up here. Because as soon as I came up to the Bay for that MJ and Prince party, Forget I was hooked. I was like, that's my vibe, dog. I was like, yeah. I've lived in LA seven years. I found my tribe, but I still can't pierce the ice. I still don't feel like I have some sort of like community by any means. And as soon as I got here, within two weeks, I was like, I feel like I belong here. Yeah. It's, it's so a, it's why a, make it hard? Yeah. You know? It's, it's definitely uh, the Bay Area vibe is... Um, I don't know. It's it's um put it like this. I I did my part while I was in like like you. I, I did my part in LA County and I felt like it was it was past time for me to move forward. Yeah. And um you can't stay uh stagnant. You'll uh Absolutely you'll you'll, you'll get lost in the loop. And, so, and the greats knew that too. Seriously, folks folks are um gotta reinvent. They're awakening, and I think it's the best thing ever. I mean, I've I've been awakening for you know ten years now, but in the past five years, uh, Liz, I know you may relate that a lot of the stories of of the journeys have been the same. Like we've all been going through these these interdimensional realities, these exaggerated uh, versions of of our journeys and uh, it, it builds character. It builds well for me. It's built character because mm-hmm. there's been things that um, you know I've been exposed to that there's no way in hell that I would have ever been able to speak on um, if I hadn't gone through the experience. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of you know gotta learn the hard way. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, in the moment, I get I get it with folks. In the moment, you're pissed off. Yeah, yeah. And I think people have a right to be pissed off, but they also have mm-hmm. that that choice to say, all right, I'm pissed off. Now what? Because you got to get it out. You, you got to get it out. Don't bypass it. Don't bypass it. Accept it. Move forward. Let it push out. It might take a couple of days. It might take 24 hours, but you got to give attention to that. And then, but you got, and then you move forward. The problem, I think, a lot of people are, um, they're, they're staying in that rut. But, 
you know, in this, even in this lockdown, six months, and this is why I've been talking about, mm. even in six months, you know, what can be accomplished if you just kind of take a back seat to reflect on some things and not be so uh, exposed to all the things that's um, exterior. It's mostly this exterior stuff that we constantly are, are focusing on. So I know in the past 30 days, like I was sharing with you um, earlier, past 30 days for me has been amazing. I almost can't share it because it's almost like folks don't want to hear how happy you are, mm -hmm. but they don't know the journey you've gotten to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So to actually share that, it's almost like I got to be, you know, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's great. So, you know, life, you know. Downplay it. Life. Downplay it a little. But then <laughs> at the same time, I'm never losing the joy of the smile and not giving too much. I'm like, hey, just living the life that I'm, I'm blessed. Like when I'm saying I'm blessed, I'm like, yo, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. When I'm not just casually saying this, mm -hmm. I recognize it. The universe knows I'm glowing right You're now. You're vibrating this. Yeah, I'm like, yo. And I got a machine too to <laughs> give me that 4D vibration. Ooh. I think the people. Thank, thankful for for you for introducing that into my life. I talk. About, I've been talking about it, and I was like, you know, I gotta get Doc Liz on the podcast. And, yes. Yo. So. Vibing, literally, like mechanical vibes and mechanical vibes. Yeah. Getting some vibes. movement. Yeah. And because we we're not able to get out there and dance, and so because you know you and I on the dance floor, we know what that's like. You know, you gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. So if you if you if you've been sitting for six months and not getting in the activity, shoot, yeah, man, sitting is the new smoking. They say, yo, and, and I can also feel that, you know, like right now I should probably get up and take a little. Seriously, I've been sitting, I've been I mean, sitting here for a minute. And I'm like, <laughs> that might have been the pipe I've been. That might have been. I have been looking around been for looking, that I was thing. Like, it's, it's, it's oh my goodness! So I think that. There's lots of different people out there, and, and sometimes, like, what me and my other physical therapy colleagues like to joke about is, like, oh, like, everyone's a PT, you know, it's one of those things that everyone thinks they're a physical therapist, and everyone definitely oh, has... Oh, yeah. that's... <laughs> so, I hope not. Really? A lot of people do. I mean, like, oh, does that's... everyone, like, I love Joe Rogan, but today I was on his podcast, I was like, yeah, Joe Rogan thinks he's a PT, too, but... You know what it's like? It's all good. Like everyone is, I do believe everyone is a piece of the puzzle. They have a unique perspective, a valuable perspective. So let's hear it. But at the same time, it creates a lot of confusion. Right. Yeah. The, the, um, but one thing I'm not confused on is any way you slice it, you have to have a variety of movement. Yeah. You always have to have variety. You gotta keep moving. Think about it this way. Also from a neurological standpoint, um, when you're a baby, you have so many options, so many neural pathways inside of your brain. Right. Because it's almost like you're reading a menu at a restaurant, there's like a zillion options, and your body's gonna try to figure out the best thing to order. And once it says, okay, you know, I'm definitely going with option A, B, and C to accomplish a task such as reaching for my toy, right? Right. Then you start getting these hardwired pathways and this is a process called pruning so if you had a big huge bush <laughs> like 70s bush full of options 
suddenly that's pared down because you found an efficient solution. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But you've also eliminated, you don't have as many options. So that kind of explains like also throughout our lives, as we know, we can also develop new neural pathways. Exactly. So that's why it's important to, okay, yes, you find options that work, but if you can have multiple movement options that work for you, and if you can constantly start um, trying novel things, like ways you haven't done something, like, oh, I know I always reach for my phone and tilt my head, or, you know, Mm -hmm. you start paying attention to these things that are so hardwired that you're no longer conscious of them. Right. And that's how you keep your options open in terms of movement. And, sit, and always being able to, to choose from a variety of things instead of, no, I've, I've done it this way like a thousand times and that's why I've injured myself because now I don't really know another way to do it. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. It's a lot. It's like I'm trying to go through a lot of dense stuff in a really short period, but... Well, that's the... Um, I mean... Yeah. I, and I, I, I can only... Um, I can only... Now I can only... I've spoken on it, but I've... I'm constantly pushing it once I start doing yoga. Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing about getting into yoga was, was two, there were two components that I, when I thought about diving into it. Um, first, I did the research, the history of yoga. Yeah. Where it expanded, how it started and whatever. And then I looked at it to... Um, control or maintain stress because I was I knew I was going to be in a very stressful environment with my new job new job new place new people yo weed is not gonna work this out and even then I I wasn't even I I was I wasn't near the cannabis as much anyway when I'm in that mode I gotta be in that mode until I need to relax or something and I could drink wine and the other thing was movement. Because I'm so active in my day gig, I've 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 damn near injured myself on sudden movements or pulls <laughs> or yeah, trying to totally. pull things and, and get home get home after an hour and a half on the road of driving, mm-hmm. right? Get home. You're so beat up, but you don't go to bed or you don't do a nap. Mm-hmm. You just, what do you do? You go back and you sit down at a computer mm-hmm. or you're at the piano or the keyboard. And this is what I'm doing. And then you go to sleep and your body is hasn't rest. Yeah. You haven't done anything. So I had to find something that had to, it was a must. It was a call out. It was a calling to, to do yoga. Yeah. And once I the first here's a here's a here's a thing that really the first it's like a calling to consciousness of like I want to be conscious of all these little movements I'm making. Well, because it was it was it was it was too painful. Like these are muscle spasms and things that wouldn't go away. Like you know what I'm talking about Uh, with the the background. Yeah, yeah. And and with my background as well, there's you know we're resilient to pain, but you, through yoga, you have to you learn to control it and work with it. Mm. And the movement part, you know, just it does it. 
versus not moving. You know, versus freezing up, yeah. And I've gone through my body is actually I had to be conscious. I was like my body was sitting still for a long time. You know, for a long, long, probably the longest period of time in my life where I was not moving. Uh huh. uh -huh. It was driving me crazy not to be doing something. Yeah. And I was like, what is it? What is what is it about? And it's because I'm. That's it's it's my spirit. My spirit doesn't allow me to to stay still for too long. But when it does, when I hit the sack, by the time I hit the sack, oh, it's the best realm sleep mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Cause I've you know I've I've got I've done like maybe a half an hour of yoga. Uh huh. Like here's the thing too. I'll try to hit the sack and like ah. Oh, you know, it's time to go to sleep. Let me let me rest. Let me get in my bed and go to sleep. I'll sit there for half an hour, like tossing, turning, boom, boom. It's like, what the heck is going on, man? Like, you know, I'm rested up. I ate to the restroom. Oh, I didn't, I didn't do my yoga. I'm doing yoga tonight. Yeah. And jump out of bed. Mat's already down. Good half an hour in. And then now the vibration plate. You know, I need a stretch. And ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. Hit the sack. I am out. Done. Yeah. Done, people. Done. This is how. This has been my. This is how. Folks like how you, how you get through. How you doing? How you, the pandemic? How you? How you doing? Totally. I was like, I'm doing great. I, I've been. I've been yoga. I'm cycling. Yeah. You know, I get my burn on my cycling. Yeah. Um, I'm on the vibration machine. You are you high vibing? I'm high vibing. I love it. Yo. I'm all about yo, it. You know, I think there's a few I've kind of subjects. Stuff. I've changed like in six months. Yeah. Not even the guy I was six months. Not even like a whole different whole different zone it's i, I think it's, it's inexplainable for though. sure opened up a few different subjects like you know mainly but i can kind of loop them back to and it's all like has to do with like you know neuroplasticity right yep. and, and a yep. lot of pts and actually many many neuroscientists believe that your brain is is informed by your body and like the body is the brain almost and like we need to gather all this sensory input to keep learning about our environment and here's the trippy shit well hold on let me also let loop back to you know if you've been sitting in one place all day then but you you skipped another part too you, you have you less options you skipped the heart and elevating what? the heart yeah like that's like major mm -hmm. that's a major component right there that people do not really consider yeah for circulatory system yes yes in yeah. in the whole I mean, in, in order to even start to messing, the, to to enhancing those neuron neuron plasticity to, in the brain, mm -hmm. you got to get that heart pumping right. You got to get that sucker. To yeah, the brain uses seven point. percent of your something like that. Maybe yeah. I've got the wrong. The well, brain uses a huge amount of your blood supply. Yeah. So I, of course, it, if you have got better circulation, yeah. Well, that's you're what I felt. Clear. I felt yeah. I, I had. I started being more observant of my heartbeat during times of stress 
during that times of stress and when I get to Absolutely. my session yeah and regulating my heartbeat through the breathing I just I just found that it was um exercise you're right exercise and, felt, and movement felt better yeah it felt good it prepares you for all of those things. It prepares you for future stress so that your heart doesn't, you know, it's like your heart is conditioned for an emergency. Yeah. Um, so that's super important. And then, wait, what was the other thing that we left? There's there was something I was really going to, oh, well, that's the problem with the, with the THC. <laughs> well, no, um, but I was like, I was going to, such a good segue. But anyways, go ahead. Rosemary oil. Diffused rosemary oil has helped me um, with the memory. Oh, that makes sense. It, yeah. And and I was turned on to that in 2014 when I discovered uh, DoTerra. I was oh, at great. a um, yeah yeah yeah. I was at this um, convention, like small business convention downtown LA, and I smelled this lavender. That that shit is good stuff, dude. I was the like, Yo, yeah. what the. And the lady was like, oh, you can't buy it. You got to be this. I was like, look, just sign me up. I don't care. I need those essential oils They're right really good. now. Yeah, can't and, argue. But the rosemary, I started doing the studies on the effects of all the oils. And the rosemary is good for retention in the memory. Mental. So if you diffuse yeah. it when you're studying. Love it. Uh, diffuse it at night after you've smoked your brains out literally. Just kind of diffuse some rosemary, or just yeah, take. I wish I had known that in grad yeah, take some rosemary. So I do my studies when my when I'm doing my online courses and classes. I got the rosemary, um, you know, diffused and rocking and rolling. And uh, that's I'm a just, great tip. I'm just I love that tip. That's really nice. Inhaling, breathe in, breathe out. Your your IQ. And you got to take the, um, you have to find out the fish oil. I went to uh, GNC. Oh, for sure. And got the, uh, some krill. It's like some of the best. Keeping it krill, y'all. Krill oil. Uh, the cognitive. Um, have you ever heard the word trill, by the way? Nutrients. Trill? Yeah. Um, is it strictly like a Texas word? No. In reference to what? Like if something is like really cool, like they used trill. to cut, yeah, it was a they rapper. They say it's trill? Yeah, they say it's trill. Uh-huh. That's what I always think of when I hear krill. It's trill. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's trill. Keeping it krill. Wait, krill or trill? Well, I, it's trill, but now I'm a nerd enough to want to start saying keeping it krill. Krill is a... It also sounds like real a little bit. So it's like keeping it krill. Like, oh, just keeping it krill. Yeah, keeping that memory rolls. up. I'm on top of my omegas. This is... Um, this is the it, most multi-purpose tool that has ever oh. lived. You are ready to be like lost in the woods. No, seriously. I mean... Whoa. Is this how you do it? Yeah, it acts up from time to time. It's a nice. This is like a, an adult, oh, is, an, an go, adult go, go, go. slider. Yep. Well, Jesus in, Christ, that's like a mini blowtorch. In in LA, you know the biggest frustrations of me getting to the beach is getting to the beach and having my equipment and, and forgetting you can't this. Do it. Yeah. Forgetting this um, and the wind blowing. Vape pens. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. You're trying to make a tent. You get one, two hits. It goes out again. Done. Like we say in Brazil, brocho. And that would that would have been the best part of you know the invention of the pen uh, because that solved that very a major effective, issue. Man. This is one of DoTerra's. Uh, it's kind of scary too, though. It looks like it could burn uplift, right uplifting. to the dermis. It and could. Beyond. It will. It yeah. Will. I'm gonna do a a side. Uh, um, 
affiliate um, marketing here for Ooh. doTERRA because I actually sell doTERRA's products. Uh-huh. I've been selling doTERRA for, well, actually I haven't been selling. I've just been using their products. I wasn't a part of this whole, you know, affiliate marketing. You sell some, but I just, I just didn't like it. No one but likes selling. It feels like, you know, used car, weird, you know, right? the whole stigma. feels weird. But what I, what I get about, what I get about sharing stuff that's good is that, hey, if I can't get paid for something that I'm going to share, if not me, somebody else, like, true you know, that, the, you know the Safeway, they're not going to give you a discount on shit. <laughs> they're like, oh, thank you. If you refer somebody, they're not going to give you a, oh, oh, thank you for uh, sending someone over here. They're like, yeah, thank you for your money and uh, keep coming. Yeah. But if you take out the middleman and you go, look, I shared this with you. Word of mouth. A, I get yeah. a percentage of that. Mm-hmm. Done. Help me out, I help you out. And and look, the, the cheer oil, I, I've i been using this the whole time. That stuff is very potent, I can testify. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It really is. I so, side mark on doTERRA, hit yeah. me up, ihvpnetwork at gmail.com, and I could link you with, a, with some doTERRA products. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to end the podcast because I'm going into 45 minutes. Holy shit. Uh, on the podcast, but it's been brilliantly awesome, Liz. We gotta really do another sucks. show. We gotta do like some stuff, yo. We gotta, we gotta we make got it so rock. Many projects. We got we really so need many a projects. Team at this point. No, nah, we'll we'll do what we need to do with between you and I, and we'll knock it out. Done. Quick. We got the equipment. We got the power. We got the mind. Where's the camera? Is your camera still right working? there? It is. Say one fucking thing, my idea came back. All right. This is like the bonus reel at the end. Bonus reel. What I want to tell you is that I had discussions like these with one of my best friends, who's actually a very prominent neuroscientist, and I'll allow him to remain anonymous at this point. But just, just, just know that like he's a fucking OG. This is the kind of dude that like has lunch with Elon Musk and is like, because oh, Elon Musk wants to know like what he thinks, you know? Right. Um. So anyways, we're talking about kind of similar things that we're talking about, and, and um, I started getting off on, you know, the neuroplasticity tip and all these things, and how important it is to continue using your body in a variety of ways so that you continue learning new things, so that your options for movement stay open, and, and the kind of positive loop continues, because there are so many people out there now who are just like, you know, unfortunately, uh, divorced from their bodies, right? Right. And... Kind of, you know, backstage PTs will be like, yeah, they're a motor moron, you know, which is like kind of the worst term, but it really does describe someone who's just like, I, sometimes it's nice because a lot of times the people who are motor morons are actually some of the smartest folks too. You know what I mean? Right, so it's like, right. there's that irony of like, oh yeah, like this guy is an egghead, but he has no idea, like he's not embodied at all. Right. And I was telling, uh, my friend about how I'd really like to change this and I really want to kind of teach people to get inside their bodies and that's kind of one of the really deep callings I feel to doing this type of work and he was like you know I don't think it's going to work he's like actually techies don't really want to get in their bodies he's like in fact a lot of people write me and they want to know um if we could just upload our consciousness to the cloud because they're like so disgusted with their bodies and it's almost like their body is their enemy Mm. you know 
So he has people that would literally pay him to just be uploaded somewhere and just throw their cast their body aside like the meat suit it is. What? Oh yeah. Which I understand like, okay, we're a soul, you know, the body is is perhaps secondary to soul. However, I would say it is a tool of like we also have it for a reason. It's a tool Absolutely. of like Absolutely. fundamental Absolutely. part hey. of our experience yeah. in information gathering, right? So I don't Anyways, I don't know. Oh, we gotta go back on that. Yeah. So this a, is so this is me and my best friend from high school. He and I get in probably one of the first arguments we've ever had in 25 years, and I like start crying around the lake. We're taking a walk around Lake Merritt, and I start crying, and I'm like, "You're telling me that the thing that matters to me most is the thing that people just want to cast aside, like it's like a piece of shit, and you're behind, like." You promote that. He's like, yes, I've always hated my body too. Like, it's so awkward. I don't know how to use it. And I've always, that's kind of always been our exchange. Like, I've always kind of taught him to be more embodied. And he's always, you know, kind of kept my brain sparking. And, uh... Oh, my God. This yeah. Is, this is very interesting. He's the dude I went to London with. Because he, like... Oh, anyways, should say more, but he's always winning these awards and stuff. And... So I started crying at the lake because I'm like, this is terrible. He was just painting such a dystopian um, picture for me. And uh, we just kind of went back and forth and it's it's kind of continued to remain like like a deep divide that I think that sometimes now we just kind of don't get into it because we just want to be friends and enjoy our, our, our little time together. But it's this is actually happening. This is a reality. And a lot of the stuff now that I've been seeing out there about AI and all these things is like, yeah, you know, it could go maybe that way. So that's why it's even more important for those of us who really do believe that the body is a temple and that the body is sacred oh. and that the body, yes, is our sacred vessel. Oh. And, and now what I, you see, you see where I'm going with this and that our humanity, the way to hold on to our sacred humanity and not get taken over by AI or all the things that they're talking about is actually via the body like we have to hang on to it and nurture it and develop it so that it is a tool that just cannot be surpassed by any sort of artificial uh or man-made technology and that's how i feel and that's kind of why i have such a deep calling to to all of this work yeah um and you know i'm with i'm with you like i'm right there with you because you know it took me it took me this long to actually come into this body being comfortable in this skin mm -hmm. and not not to say that I've, I've never been comfortable in my own skin I've always been comfortable in the skin it's it's more so of the love of the body and knowing what the body is really there for there's a huge disconnect you mean not to be stuffed with Taco Bell hell no <laughs> I mean no here's the thing here's the thing it's 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 to each his own experience and on how they but you have to look you have to be willing to understand what this is and I, I'm here to say that for the longest time and in the past six months did I really know did I take advantage of not knowing or really um, not take the time to really go into myself and, and know what self-love is and accepting the body that I'm in and the body, this body has gotten me this far yes. type thing. 
That's the big thing right there. Part it's of your like, spiritual journey. Yo. Yeah. This body. Absolutely. I gotta, I gotta take care of this. I, I've taken care of this body, but even now, even more so, you know, I, I feel I've done it, and I'm, I'm, I really want to inspire people to, hey, yo, you know what? I know what you think you know when you see what you see, but you actually have no idea the journeys of people who have come into their bodies and have dealt with pain all their life. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, you don't know about that yet. You're judging and you're like, Oh, I'm overweight or I'm this, or look, I, I got a, I have no arm. I have no leg. I have yeah. it's like, look, man. Um, you know what? Can you, can you speak a language? Can you, can you talk a talk? Can you walk a walk? Can you run? Can you, can you can you jump? Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you do? Because I, I think if you can do a whole lot of something, <laughs> yeah. If you can do a whole lot of something, you you halfway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's like an awakening within itself. Use what you got to get what you want. Mm-hmm. That is such a a. I mean, it's a it's. I'm sure there's a song <laughs> you got to use what you got for sure it, if it's not it should be yeah good but <laughs> suddenly <laughs> i saw you strumming a banjo yeah i mean that's all i've that's how i've navigated through life yeah just you know how, how you gonna get that how, do you think looks gonna get that well Looks gonna have a whole lot to do with that. I mean, yeah. I gotta be a likable presentation if I want to, you know, get these people money to build something. I, I got to take care of this yeah. to present. It's the interface. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's your it's your it's your this is this is what you you use to in your. Hey man, this is what you use. <laughs> this is a tool. It's and the you, instrument. You got to you got to use it. Look, you either using it for the good of what you need to come into, or you're abusing it. Now, are we all guilty of abusing in some point? Yes, yes. We we've all gone too far with some things. Mm-hmm. It's all habits. It's all habits. But you can you can change those habits. Just like a bad habit, so you 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 have to. I don't I don't know. So that's why I'm saying this is so deep because you and I share this this body pain thing, you know. And we we know we've yeah. lived our lives through this, and to to for for folks to be so quick, we haven't really you just grasping onto what life is, what yeah. life is really about. Why would you want to give it over into something that isn't? Scientists are just now coming into focus with the gurus and the yogis that's been saying that the world, that the universe is expanding and infinite. They've been saying this forever, but now the scientists are now seeing it with all their technologies. Well, you know what? Uh, I guess that's it. Right. Yeah, you guys yeah. are right. 
These guys are right. Upload it. Upload it. And then uh, they're and then they're gonna charge rent for it probably. Oh, yeah, would you oh, like yeah. to upload your soul to the cloud for an they additional uh, thirty nine ninety nine a month? Because it is a soul after all. Twilight like, oh, Zone. They made a series about it. Twilight Zone. I remember the though the dude actually transferred his consciousness into the body. Right? They didn't have enough money. Right? So this guy transfers his consciousness. They were elderly couple, and they could put it into a new body. He comes out, you know, and he's the new body. But they didn't right. have enough money for her. Yeah. So when he came out, he saw how young he was and how, and they had to save up some money, you know, for her to transfer her consciousness. He yeah. couldn't do it. He couldn't yeah. do it. He said, he said, you know what? This is, this is not even, he's like, nah, you know, I, I want to go back. Just, just put me back in my body. I'm. I I'll, want the I'll, real the yeah, deal. Yeah, I'll live through this. If she, if I gotta have this young body while she's, you know, deteriorating, deteriorating what is life? You know, what is yeah. what is? That was like one of the dopest Twilight Zone episodes ever. Yeah. And he got back into his body, and they walked away. But it was a business, you know, in the future. Yeah. Probably did not. It, it was actually we're talking about the Twilight Zone, so it was actually depicting the future that we are living in right now. Not so much sci fi, is it? Not so much sci fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no sci fi. I've always said that there's no such thing as sci fi. Let's this not even the, get in a Black Mirror hole now, because you know some of those stuff, episodes man. too will make you be like, oh my Ooh. god, that's not so far away actually. We have 57 minutes. God 57 damn. I guess minutes. we gotta. And I'm, ex- I'm coming up with this. Head, uh, heads up. This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast for a Patter Day Night with Doc Liz. Doc Liz, thanks for being on the show. This is Dr. This- Liz, 420 Yoga on YouTube and mm-hmm. Instagram. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You get that 420 Yoga yeah. on Instagram Website, and. DrLizPT.com. That's right. That's right. All right. Have a blessed day and a blessed Patter day. If you don't know what that is, well, you better share with with somebody. Go to uh, Facebook forward slash Dude Can Bake or Facebook forward slash The Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, and you, I could accept you to be a part of the group so you can see some of the content and video content that we're going to start uploading soon. Only, but it's only going to be in the private group, and that's how that's going to work out. And eventually you'll have to join the other group where we'll be conducting courses on how to use essential oils and vibration plates to get some movement into your bate. That's right. It's all about your awesome bate. Yeah. Look, I got a six pack. I got a six pack. I got a six pack. I haven't had a six pack. You got a six pack. We can do endless things with your name. It just never ends. 20 years. Six pack. I'm I gonna, told you, man. The vibration plate. It's, my name. It's, I'm gonna change my name. To there's like seventy. Pack. We didn't even talk about that yet. No. Like seventy five reasons to use it. All right. We, that's a we, separate show. That's a separate show, yeah. and we're gonna actually. We, yeah, we, we're gonna get crazy with the vibration machines. All right. Peace, people.